Hey, what's up, my friends? JT DeBoldis with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. And as you're jumping out here, let me know kind of where you're tuning in from here on the Big Blue Marble. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, always a privilege and an honor. Lots of cool c coming out here. What's up, Bill Pesco Salido? Got Curtis Autry in the house. And uh, Aggie, what's up, Aggie? Good to see you, my friend. Julia Atkinson's in the house. Tom Dealey. Hey, listen up. Great to see you guys. Always a privilege to have some fun out here with my friends in the EMP community. And today we're going to be talking about something that's really important, especially for those of you, those of us that consider ourselves professional entrepreneurs. Now, let me just make a clear dif differentiation between what, what I'm talking about. A professional entrepreneur is somebody who, just as the name implies, they see their business as a profession, all right? Even if it's something that they're working toward doing full-time. Right now, you might be somebody who's still kind of working part-time, or you, maybe you have a full-time J-O-B or working for somebody else, and you're building your, your empire on the side. Totally cool. You can still be a professional. It's about your approach, all right? It's about how you see yourself. It's about how you carry yourself. And it's about how you approach your business, specifically in those business building hours. So look, this message goes across all borders. It doesn't matter whether you are full-time in your business or you're working to get to that full-time status. It doesn't matter whether you put one hour or 100 hours into it. The point is, it's the quality of the work and the approach to that work that differentiates the professionals from the amateurs. So we're going to be jumping into that in just a minute. I just want to say hi to a bunch of people. Hey, what's up, Katie? Good to see you out there in stormy Columbus, Ohio. Uh, success with Denise. What's going on? Lucia's in the house. What's going on, Lucia? Good to see you. Joe Facundo. Good to see you, my friend. San Marcos, Texas. Been there a couple times. Uh, Chuck Larlin. What's up, Larlin? Good to see you, man. Blast from the past. A good old friend of mine. Samra, what's going on? Good to see you, my friend. And uh, let's see who else. I just froze up here. Hopefully, I didn't lose you guys. Deidre, what's going on, Deidre? All right, so look, there's a few things we got to get clear on, and that is the, the understanding of what the difference between a professional and an amateur is. A professional really approaches their business as if it is kind of the single most important thing outside of their family and outside of their health. And so for that, they're going to make a lot of sacrifices. They're going to approach it from a different place. Number one, they're not going to make excuses. And when they do make excuses, they're going to find those answers that are bigger than their excuses. And they're going to pour their heart and soul into it. We get it. All right? But here's the question that I would ask you. How do you go about building a business? And then once you build it, how do you get to that level where you scale it to the next rung on the ladder? And how do you do that and sustain that growth? Because would you agree that it's kind of important to be able to not just have a desire to want to build something, but you want to be able to sustain it? If this is making sense for you, then give me a one in the chat box. I want to see all those folks out there who are builders, scalers, and sustainers of their business, my professionals out there. Hey, what's up, Jan Frazier? Good to see you, my friend. Or Fr Franzler, I'm sorry. I just mispronounced your name. <laughs> You've been here forever. Teresa, what's in the Teresa's in the house. Good to see you. Tom Dealey. Look, lots of folks saying one, and that's cool because what that tells me is you guys understand the difference between being just somebody who wants to have success and somebody who's kind of dabbling in their business, maybe even a biz op seeker, one of those shiny object people that are kind of like attracted by the flashy stuff. You're somebody who's here to build something sustainable, something real, something long term. Well, guess what? 
There's a few things you have to have in place in order for that to happen, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. The first thing is you have to have a clear understanding of what it is your desired result is, all right, your desired result. Now, look, what this means is that you have clarity on it. It does not mean that you obsess over it. One of the more important differentiations between an amateur and a pro is that a professional does not obsess over results because what happens when we do that? What's the, big, what's the big danger when we obsess over results? If you know what the danger of obsessing over results is, give me, a one, or give me your comment in the chat box. Let me know what you think that is. The key to it is you have to understand that, yeah, we all want results, but results do not dictate, or rather they don't dif, uh, define who we are as people, and they do not define our business as a whole. Results are simply metrics. That's it. Results simply tell us, are we on track? Are we doing the kind of things that we need to do? Are we taking the proper actions? Is our strategy working? Is it in alignment with the, with the direction we want to take our business? And so that's, the, that's kind of the, the biggest thing we have to understand. And, and if you understand that, then, you know, you, you'll, you'll get there faster. Tom Dealey says, disappointed. Uh, makes you stop going forward, says Jan Franzler. And guess what? That's true. All right. If you get obsessed over results, those are the exact things that are that can happen. The other thing that when we obsess over results is we start to have a lack of fun, right? All of a sudden, when the results aren't there, we think we're broken. Something's wrong. When we're really coming from a place of judgment. And if you've ever been in a place of judgment or had other people judge you, is that fun? I mean, really, it's not very much fun at all. And it's a natural default we as human beings do is to judge things. But if we start judging ourselves and we start judging our business from a place of lack or a lack of frustration, or I should say a place of lack, a place of frustration, or perhaps even that lack of results, all of a sudden what happens? We start obsessing over those things and guess what we get? We get more of that frustration. So we have to go into it with the desired result in mind. We say to ourselves, what is it we really want to achieve? So here's my challenge to you. And this is the challenge that we lay down to all of our students when they come through the fast track workshops, as a matter of fact, and that is come up with what you want for the next 30 days, a desired result for the next 30 days. The purpose being is instead of saying, hey, I want, what do I want for the next year or the next three or five years, a lot of times that we're talking more about vision at that point, which I'll get to in a second. What, we're, what I'm asking you to, or challenging you to do here today is to get crystal clear on what it is a desired result you want for the next 30 days couple of purpose, you know, a couple of reasons behind this, and I'll give you the bigger purpose behind it right now. First and foremost, 30 days is something that you can pretty much see and also something that you can gauge quickly. So if you say, hey, in 30 days, I want to have my first sale. 30 days, I want to uh, make it onto the leaderboard. 30 days, I want to have X amount of leads. Those are the kinds of things that on a daily basis you can actually take action on. You can take action on and you can actually see if you are moving in the right direction. It doesn't mean you're getting the result, all right? It doesn't mean that in 30, or, you know, before 30 days you get the result, or before you get the result you start freaking out and going, well, this isn't working. The point is, is to ask yourself, is what I'm doing effective? Is what I'm doing effective? That's one of the more important questions that you can ask yourself, and really one of the big uh, reasons for us to say, hey, set your 30-day desired result out there, have intention behind it, and then get moving. All right, very important that we understand this. By the way, if this is resonating for you, I want you to give me a two in the chat box. If this makes sense to you, if you're saying totally get it, I understand the purpose behind having a 30-day desired result as opposed to some long-range thing, and you can see the power of that, then give me a two in the chat box. Hey, what's up, Sadaf? Good to see you. Um, 
By the way, Larlin says, yeah, we end up doubting ourselves, which is so true. If you're, if you're obsessed over the result and you're not getting the result, what's going on in your head? That conversation that only you can hear is going, hey, man, this isn't working, or you're not good enough, and you start pounding all these like negative messages back into your head, and those messages start reinforcing the actions you take, the actions start reinforcing the results you get or don't get, and those results that you get or don't get start to reinforce your belief system, and now it's a messy quagmire that we got to sift our way through. However, if we start off and we know, hey, this is what I want to achieve, this is the desired result that I want to get in a short amount of time, that gives us the impetus to take action now. If we start talking about one, three, five, ten years down the road, then we have a tendency to go, eh, I got plenty of time, I'll get to it tomorrow, right? 30 days gives us that, that short burst we have to get to, we ha that we need to kind of get that iner inertia broken and to get the momentum built. Now, the next thing that's going to keep you from burning out when you're on that building phase, when you're building, growing, and sustaining your business, the next thing that's going to keep you on track and keep you from getting burnt out is you kind of have to use that four-part filter, the big four, that is, is I like to call it. You've heard me say this before if you've tuned into the Daily Dose. You've probably heard me say this. Certainly, if you've been to the workshops, you've heard me talk about that, and that is this. Your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose. All right, I'll say that again. Values, vision mission and purpose. So how come these are so important? Well, number one, your values really speak to who you are as a person, all right? The things that, you, that make you tick, the things that resonate with you. I'll give you a great example. One of my core values in life is freedom. And I don't mean freedom in the sense of, wow, I get to just lay around in bed all day. I get to wake up whenever I want, toes in the sand, blah, blah, blah. That's not my personal definition of freedom. And if that's the definition for, of freedom for some folks out there, totally cool. Not here to judge that. But for me, it doesn't work. For me, really what freedom represents is the ability to call my own shots, to, to create opportunities, to create uh, possibilities for myself, and to go out there and execute on them on a daily basis. That, to me, is freedom. Now, it doesn't mean that uh, I can do it and come and go whenever I wish. It means that I have personally have to be very disciplined and stick to those to that concept of freedom and do the actions and the behaviors and the disciplines that are going to get me to where I want to be. To me, that feels amazing, and I think to a lot of people, you probably get this. By the way, if that resonates with you on any level, doesn't mean it has to be verbatim letter for letter, but if it resonates for you, I want to see a three in the chat box from all those folks that get what I'm talking about, especially when it comes to sort of defining your own version of freedom or success, or wealth, or whatever the word of the day might be for you. And by the way, especially when it comes to your values. All right, so if this is resonating with you, I want to see a three in the chat box. Seeing lots of twos from the previous one, which is awesome. Uh, Julia Atkinson, by the way, Julia knows this because we were just talking about this in the past workshop, values, vision, mission, and purpose. These are kind of the four cornerstones. I call them the big four, but you could think of them as legs of a table. You could think of them as pillars that uh, hold up the, the mansion of your dreams, whatever, you, whatever works for you, whatever visual might work or whatever you know, kind of resonates with you deep inside. The point to it is this, is you need all four of them. And you want all four of them to be strong. And it really does. Those values are the thing that we start with. The reason being is it, it acts and serves as your North Star, as your Polaris, keeps you on track. Now, when we talk about vision, as a moment, as I was saying just a moment ago, your vision is sort of that big picture of your life, all right? That's that thing that you say to yourself, this is the theme. This is the way that I intend to be. This is how I'm going to conduct myself. Not just the desired outcomes, all right, or the desired results. The desired results will fall in alignment with your vision, by the way. 
So if you're looking at your value, or I should say, if you're looking at your results right now and they're not matching up with what your desires are, then ask yourself, am I behaving in accordance with my values or am I compromising? Uh, is my vision clear? And am I doing things on a daily basis that move me closer and closer to that vision? That's one of the biggest checkpoints you can ask yourself. One of the biggest filters you can use is to take a look at your reality and ask, is it lined up with my true desires? And if the answer is no, then go back to your values, your vision, and then ask yourself about your mission. Now, the mission is how you do things. The mission is kind of the vehicle, and the mission is going to change. So back, you know, when I was a kid, my mission was to become a Navy pilot. Well, guess what? When I accomplished that mission, I had to get on to the next mission. And I'll be completely honest with you guys. It took me about a year and a half to really understand what the next mission was. Because as soon as I got my wings, there was a sense of actual deflation, disappointment even. Because I had achieved this thing that I had basically dedicated my entire life to. And then the question was, well, now what? This is, this is how come it's so important for us to, to sort of have what I call the Tarzan effect, right? So Tarzan, he's got that big vision. He's going to you know, glide through the forest and get from point A to point B. He's, he's got a point. He's got, a, he's got something that he wants to achieve. His mission changes. His mission is to get from one vine to the next. And he's thinking about the vine after the one that he's pointing at, but not four or five vines down the path. What happens if we get too far down the path? What happens if we start thinking too far down the road on our business, the, you know, the mission to build our business? We start losing track, right? We start getting the shiny object syndrome. All of a sudden, we start losing motivation. Or worse, we get overwhelmed. We start thinking about all the stuff we've got to do. Again, bringing me back to the point of you, know, you don't necessarily want to look a year or three or five years down the path. You want to have that big vision for what you want to achieve overall in your life. So that is going to take you down one, three, five, ten, maybe even 20 years into the future. But your mission's different. The mission is, hey, what am I going to achieve and how am I going to make it happen? The what and the how. And that's really what the mission's all about. So if you're on the mission right now to build your business, get clear on what that looks like. Is it a six-figure business? Or maybe you're already at the six-figure and you're looking to go multiple six figures. Maybe you're ready to launch your webinar. Maybe you're ready to launch your product. Maybe you're actually ready to go to the seven-figure level. Whatever stage of life you're at, whatever mission you're here to achieve, get crystal clear on that, and that's going to help you from getting burnt out because you're not going to be wasting your time doing things that are ineffective. And then, of course, the last part is purpose. And a lot of times we hear people call this the why. I'm not going to get into the danger and really the, 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 the poison of calling it a why. Stop calling it your why. That's not what it is. It's called your purpose. And when you wake up with a purpose in life, that means that everything you do drives you toward that outcome and toward that result you want to achieve, whether it is a 30-day goal or a 30-day result or it's that long-range vision that you've already defined for yourself. The, the key to it is you have to be crystal clear on all of these things. Crystal clear on the desired result you want and be acting in alignment with your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose. By the way, if this is resonating for you, give me a four in the chat box. I want to see what's going on out there. I have a tendency to get kind of fired up about this stuff because I truly believe in it. I've seen it work in my life, but I've seen it work in the lives of the folks that I've had the privilege of working with, especially people here in EMP. And so I get kind of pumped about this stuff. So I got to check in with you guys. Heather, Heather Heavens talks about being overwhelmed. Totally. I mean, there are times where, by the way, if you've got too much on your plate and you feel overwhelmed, what's one of the best things you can do? 
If you feel overwhelmed, what's one of the best things you could do? I want to see your comments in the chat box. When I'm overwhelmed, I fill in the blank. Tell me what it is you, you can do to overcome overwhelm. I'll give you one, gr uh, one great tip here in just a second. All right, lots of cool. A lot, a lot of people type in four in here. It tells me I haven't lost it yet. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Deirdre, Tomas, Tina. Okay, cool. So a lot of folks are getting this, and that's awesome. If you ever find yourself overwhelmed, there's actually two things you can do. One of them is very important, but two is kind of, I'll give you the second one. The first one is to absolutely slow things down. I know this sounds ridiculous, especially in this hustle happy society that we live in. Everybody's just obsessed with the hustle. I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. The idea, though, is if we're going too fast, if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, then what do we do? We slow things down. I'll give you a very real-world story. When I was in flight school, uh, it felt like the airplane was moving at Mach 3, even though we weren't even doing close to the speed of sound. So when you first learn how to fly an airplane, everything is coming at you so fast. The sound of the airplane, the speed of everything that's going on, the altitude, the airspeed, the fuel flow, all these pieces of information that pilots have to take in. If you don't know how to do that or if you've never done it before, especially as a brand-new student pilot, it could be very overwhelming. And so my flight instructors would say, hey, listen, you've got to slow things down. Slow things down. The airplane's not going to crash as long as you're looking at your altitude and airspeed. Ask yourself, is everything cool? Are the wings level? If the answer to that is yes, then slow yourself down. Catch your breath. Breathe deep. And then reassess the situation. The key to it, though, is when we feel overwhelmed, what's that first feeling that we have? The first feeling is, I'm not going fast enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. And where are we coming from? Are we coming from a place of evaluation? where we use logic and we step back and kind of test things and use data points, or are we coming from a place of judgment, which is purely emotional? I think you know the answer. It's totally emotional. It's very judgmental, and that's not going to help anybody. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, that's what you have to do. Now, listen, I want to give some feedback here or get some feedback from our awesome uh, people here in the community. Julia Atkinson says, I ask what I can do different. Beautiful. If you're overwhelmed, that's an amazing tip. Take that success tip from one of your fellow students, your fellow members here, and remember that. Ask yourself, hey, what's one thing I might do differently here that will bring that, uh, that overwhelm down? Um, Erica, uh, I'm sorry, Eric Duncanson says, focus on one thing. Totally agree with that. Here's, in fact, I'll tell you what, that was actually my second point, to slow things down, and then number one was, or number two is to focus on just one thing. So awesome, Eric, thanks for helping me out with that because you're totally right. And when we focus on just one thing, all of a sudden we've taken this big mountain of stuff that we feel like we got to get done, and we've narrowed it down to the one most important thing. And maybe it's not the one most important thing, right? Maybe it's just the one next thing, which, if you think about it, isn't that really the most important thing? It's not about what you're going to do five years from now. It's not about what you're going to do five minutes from now. It's what you can do right here, right now. If there's 25 steps to achieve something, you can't get to step 25 until you've done step 24. You can't get to step 24 until you've done 23, 22, 21, and so on. In fact, you can't get to any of them until you've gotten to step one. And that's how come it's so important to really slow things down and get yourself to focus on just that one thing. Like Eric said, um, even Tom Dealey say, hey, take one action that moves you forward. Exactly. And by the way, one, one extra pro tip, since we're talking about the difference between being a professional and amateur here and keeping yourself from burning out when you're building and scaling and, and uh, you know, sustaining your business, it doesn't have to be a big step. 
All right? Sometimes just doing one small thing is enough to break the inertia. Sometimes doing one small step is all it requires. Sometimes it means, hey, I'm just going to look at my ads. I'm just going to look at my, at my metrics. That one small step may seem insignificant in the moment, but think about what you've just done. What you've just done is taken yourself out of a place of overwhelm or at least taken that first step to get yourself out of overwhelm. You've actually started to evaluate the data points as opposed to getting emotionally wrapped up in what's not working. Now you've empowered yourself and gotten yourself resourceful. Put yourself into a resourceful state so you can actually be effective to move forward. And that, my friends, is very powerful. All right, so if this is working for you, give me a five in the chat box and uh, give me a high five. See lots of people out there. Cool to see all the cool people out there. Uh, Lucia says stop, full stop. Yeah, actually, you're right. Sometimes, Lucia, you've got to make a full stop. Sometimes you just need to slow down, all right? And if you get to that place, that's cool too. All right, now. Here's the next piece to this, and I want to be totally clear. We talked about slowing things down. We talked about focusing on one thing. We talked about being clear on what your desired results were. We talked about being in alignment with your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose. The next part to this, though, is you've got to take action. This is key and essential. And again, when we talked about this at the top of today's session, we were talking about, hey, listen, what's the difference between an amateur and a pro? An amateur thinks. An amateur plans. An amateur dreams, but that's all they do. A professional can do all of that stuff and then take action. Massive, purposeful, yet imperfect action to get themselves moving forward. And by the, by the way, when I say massive action, it doesn't mean that you have to do a lot. Massive sometimes just means having the courage to say no to the fear or to lean into the fear and do it anyway. We talked a little bit about fear last week when I was on here with uh, Carrie. But you get my point. It's all about making sure you take that action and following through, getting after it. And when you do that, now you actually have something useful and tangible. What is it about action that's so useful and tangible? If you know the answer to that, I want to see you type it into the chat box here. I'm going to wrap up here in just a minute. I want to see this. Uh, so Larlin says, yeah, do the action. Well, what is it about action that is so useful? What is it that we gain from taking the action? That's what I want to know right now in the chat box in the comment section here. High five from Jan. What's up, Jan? Good to see you. I appreciate that. What is it about taking action that matters the most, that keeps us from getting burnt out, that is the differentiator between the amateurs and the professionals? What is it that actually helps us build, scale, and continue to grow, and in other words, sustain that growth in our business? What is it specifically about the action? And I'll, I'll give you what my answer is here, but I'm curious what yours is. Um, okay, this is beautiful. So Larlin says experience. Totally agree. Absolutely. It gives you experience. And oh, by the way, it makes you bigger, stronger, more capable. It makes you more confident. It makes you more competent. Very important. Uh, Samra says momentum. Exactly. And you know this, Samra, because you've been to the workshops. Momentum really is force. You know, that we always talk about mass times acceleration, right? Well, a lot of times we want to accelerate, and that's really the, the mathematical equation for momentum. We want to accelerate, so we try to do things faster, or we try to take massive action. And here's the thing. When I say massive action, again, it's not about doing something big. It's just about doing something at all. It's really about taking that first step by doing something that is significant, something that matters to you, but also something that just is one step closer to that desired result you want. Um, Eric says uh, metrics. Absolutely. Michelle says accomplishment. And, and then there's another uh, vote here from Noella about momentum. Here's the key. 
yeah, action does manifest your intentions, Richard. Absolutely true. And the metrics are important because it's something tangible you can look at and say, okay, is it working? You know, is that action that I took working? Is it doing what I want it to do? Or is there something I might need to tweak? And if so, what might I do differently? This is the real drive behind getting up every single day and building your business. Don't judge yourself and say, well, I only have an hour. You have an hour. That's an hour more than most people will carve out to, to build their dream anyway. But listen, if you're full-time or even if you're part-time, even if you're just semi-part-time, the point is, is to show up every single day with that intention, that desired result that you want for your business. And my suggestion is come up with one for the next 30 days. 30 days because it's close enough that you have to take action on it. You have to be consistent right here, right now. As opposed to something that's super long-term, we have a tendency to go, eh, I got plenty of time, I'll get to it another time. If you've got a 30-day desired result, now's the time to take action on it. You have very little time, very little wiggle room to negotiate with your mind, with yourself, and say, okay, I don't feel like doing it. So that's the purpose behind that. Next thing is, is to make sure that the actions that you do on a daily basis are in alignment with your values, your vision, your mission, and your purpose. When you have those four acting as your filter, then it's going to be easy to keep yourself, well, I should say, more simple, more straightforward to keep yourself from getting burnt out because you'll do the actions that are actually moving you forward and line up with who you really are as a person. Then it's just about getting after it. It's about taking that action. It's about following up, paying attention to what's working, what's not working, doing it from an evaluative standpoint as opposed to a judgmental standpoint so you can actually use that information, that experience, and those metrics to build that momentum and get yourself to that desired result faster. All right, my friends, well, listen, that's about all the time we have for today. Went a little bit long today, got fired up about that. Hopefully this message landed for you. And if it did, then I want you to get out there and share this message far and wide. Hit the share button here on this video. Send it out to as many people as you know. Make sure you come back here each and every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And make sure, by the way, if you haven't yet, subscribe to our Facebook channel here, facebook.com forward slash Elite Marketing Pro, and get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com where you can access our 10-day boot camp for free to help you build and scale your business online so you do not have to get burnt out and you can get there faster and more streamlined. All right, my friends, until then, remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you all very soon. Have a great Wednesday or a great Tuesday.